How smart it was of New Mexico Highlands to sponsor the program as we are live from Radio Row. We are enjoying today's action with Eric Metcalf. Eric joined us to talk about what special teams means in the NFL and how he changed the game. Now, now betting for the, for the sports, sports animal, animal. Your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. When you're at Radio Row, it's a special moment, right, boys? Like, we get to laugh and do a lot. But the guy that made special team sexy, yeah, Eric Metcalf, yes, is here with us. Thank you. Eric, welcome to the show, my guy. Thank you. Now, you know, that's the best thing I've heard yeah. <laughs> in a long time. Made special team sexy, right? The, the truth. That's the truth. That's good. I like that. I mean, it's a third of the game, and I don't feel like it necessarily up until a certain point. I would say... Eh, late 80s, early 90s, maybe maybe a shade before, but that's when it was like, oh, this is a third of the game. Right. It needs just as much coaching. It needs just as good athletes. And, I mean, you were a big part of that wave, right? I like to think so, yeah. and apparently you think so. So, so I, yeah. I, you know, I'm gonna have you walk around with me, and just, and just <laughs> you're gonna be my my walk-in music. Wait, wait. <laughs> your handler fired, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you, you know. Back in the days, like when my dad played, when I played, the special teams, people cared about it, yeah. you know, and, you know, they're trying to take the, take it out of the game now, and I understand them trying to, to, to be safe with the players and all that, but at the same time, if you have someone like myself or a, a Devin Hester, you're, you're essentially taking one of the best players on the team off the field. Right. Yeah. So by doing that and the way they treat special teams, and, and, and so that's why I'm kind of hoping that, I'm hoping that Devin Hester gets in the Hall of Fame because if he gets in the Hall of Fame, then people will see the importance of special teams because as, as of now, no one really cares because they just think defensive player goes in, offensive player goes in. Nobody thinks about special teams being a, a third of the game. And, and if you're good at special teams, it actually uh, contributes and helps you win games. Shaw, you mentioned Devin Hester. Do you have, like, relationships with these big-time kick returners? Do they call you asking right. for advice? What's your field vision like, et cetera, et cetera? No, that's ironically none of them. You know, the, <laughs> during when I retired, the only person I ever really talked to was Josh Cribs, obviously, and that's because he's a Cleveland Brown, so I was sure, always sure. back yeah. there. And so, but it's, you know, I don't, it's, it's weird because I think like when I was young, it was a little easier for me because I had my dad to, to reach out to and right. talk to. And so I would call people and talk to people that he knew about just just playing the game. And and I don't, I don't know if younger guys do that today because I you know. You know, it's a new generation. We right. don't know about – they don't really know the history. They just go out there and play because that's what they do. Right. So, okay, I'm a Chargers fan. So am I. Okay. We might be the only – There we go. Chargers We might be the only two in the building. That's All right. Okay. But uh, I remember when you came, I believe it was from Atlanta, mm -hmm. started with Cleveland. How hard was that transition to go from Cleveland, Atlanta, San Diego? Like, when you're in the moment, when you're that professional athlete, how hard is it from changing markets like that? You know, I, I think it's hard in, in that you have to learn a new system. You have to learn a city. You have to get a feel for everything. You, you're not as comfortable as you once were uh, at a particular team. Like in Cleveland, when I got traded to Atlanta, I was actually asking to be traded. Okay. And, and to the, up until the ninth hour, I knew where I was being traded to, and that's because they gave me permission to, to uh, talk with the 49ers because that's where I wanted to oh, go. Yeah. That's yeah. where I wanted to, I, you know, at the well, time. Well, it ended up okay in Atlanta. It, it did, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, 
but uh, but you got to think about. It. I'm a, I'm a guy. My entire life, I played running back. Yeah. Yes. Right. I, I mean, I get to, to the pros, and and people split me out. Like in Cleveland, split me out a little bit. But as a running back, I had never I had never ever played receiver, and so being in Cleveland, Bill Belichick were running. New York Giants football, three yards in the cloud of dust, you know, everything's in between the tackles. That's not suitable for me, so that's why I wanted to go to San Francisco. Right. And because, you know, they there was a Roger Craig who I had seen yep. rush for a thousand and, and catch for a thousand. So it, it makes it hard. It's in, but I got to Atlanta, they put me in the slot. I didn't think I was gonna be able to succeed at that. But it was it was okay. And like you said, going back to San Diego, at that time I was like, I'm a free agent. I want to go play for San Diego because this is my favorite team growing up. Right. And we were terrible. <laughs> we, we, we were 4-12. and 12, you But know. you did make the Pro Bowl. But, and you, that's what I was just about right. to say. So, you know, when I, in my experience, I'm probably like the only person in this building who would say they don't like San Diego. And I didn't like it because I was losing. Yeah. 4-12, and 12, so it just didn't feel like I, I enjoyed it even though I went to the Pro Bowl because right. I wanted to but, win football games. Hey, you know what gets me, though, about this interview is Eric is like, yeah, you know, I went to land. They put me in the slot where you had 100 grabs. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I, I did. I, <laughs> I did. And, 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 it was, and it was fun. And I, I feel like I should have had 150. <laughs> but but it, it was fun. And, and even going into Atlanta and when, when June got me, he was like, "You're gonna be good at this," and I was in my mind in in mini camp and training camp. I was like, "What the hell is going on? <laughs> this, is, this is not gonna work. I'm I just can't do this right. because now I'm in the slot and playing receiver full time, something I have never done. And so it was different in, in trying to learn that that run and shoot offense. And but once the game started, yeah, it came easy. Yeah. Because now, now all you got to do is run, catch the ball, and, and make some people miss. And I could do that. <laughs> so we're seeing guys like Debo Samuel now, mm -hmm. like you, these hybrid athletes, you know, special teams, rushing, receiving. When you started doing that, was that something that they noticed your skill set? And they're like, hey, we got to make him do everything. Or is this a coach who already had this game plan? It's like, he fits this perfectly. You know, I think people just noticed that I, I could do that because that's what I did in college. That's what I, I've done my whole life, you know. Played quarterback in some in high school. Played some in Texas. Played some at the Browns. Played receiver, carried the ball, and and also returned kicks and punts. But you know, I I think be, being in my air, coaches didn't really know how to use it. Sure, right. So I, I'm I'm almost I like to say a, a victim of my own talent ah. because I, I go out there and I'm. I'm 5'10", 195 pounds, and so they're not giving me the ball 25 times as a, as a running back, and I'm not a, a true receiver, so they're not targeting me 10, 12 times a game until Atlanta, of course. And, um, and then so I'm a, I'm a victim of my own talent because you never get that, as, whereas if I play today, sure, these, these coaches are more creative. They're, sure. they're, they're doing things that now someone like me can be – every down player well first of all you still look like you got a couple touchdowns in you i'm gonna tell you that right now 
Uh, you look great. Ten of your twelve years, you, you played sixteen I, games. You look great. <laughs> I, I, I feel great, but, but and I only have a couple touchdowns. You have a big check for me, <laughs> <laughs> and and I want it in the bank before. Before, I yeah. <laughs> no. But my question is: You were talking about your stature. Do you believe? Okay, when when people and parents are looking at their children now, mm-hmm. they're kind of steering them away from football because they're saying, "Oh, you probably won't get the size." And do you think there is a, a, a room for someone? who has the stature that you just described as yourself to play in today's game? I think there's a lot of room. I think this, that's the guy, you know, someone who is elusive, someone who's fast because speed kills in, in every sport, right? right. And, and the way the game is played today is so spread out yeah. that guys are always – given a chance to be in space, space right. and if you have uh, someone who's elusive and who can, who can run once you get them in space they can make lots of plays so you don't have to carry the ball in between the tackles 25 times you can you can throw swing passes and that's just like a run right it's just like running a, a sweep it's just being creative with these offenses and all these players these Alvin Kamari's uh Christian McCaffrey's Dalvin Cooks all these guys who are getting used in so many different ways whereas back in the day these guys were probably come in maybe on third down second right. or third down depending right. on the down and distance and but today they get to play every down because these coaches are creative eric i got one final one it's about this sunday is there going to be that big game changer on special teams is there going to be a standout play that's going to put one of these teams over the other and decide this one out cincinnati versus los angeles no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, and you know, and it's it's funny, and I, I say no because when I look at special teams today, especially from the returner standpoint, I think that coaches, special teams coaches, they're not, fair they're catch, not really, fair catch, fair they're catch. not really caring about scoring touchdowns mm. like they did back in the day, whereas yeah. they're more concerned with securing the ball. Right, you have the ball, just just secure the ball, and whereas when you have players like other uh, like myself Devin Hester all these guys because we had this type of player as a returner you were scheming to score touchdowns Mm -hmm. and that was just about secure the ball give our offense a chance to get to get it I wish somebody would have told that to my Packers special team coach a couple weeks ago oh man (laughs) well you've been trying to get a special teams coach for years right they they keep keep changing every year (laughs) does it turn your stomach over whenever you hear those discussions about eliminating the kickoff then it, it really does yeah. because they don't know, they don't understand the importance of special teams. They don't understand how it changes the momentum of the game, especially as, as a kick returner. You know, if you're able to take the kick, it's usually, not usually, but always the opening kickoff or, the, or after the half right. or the other team has scored. So that means if you're able to return that, you switch the momentum just like that. So you're taking that out, you're taking that away from teams. And so – and once again, if Devin Hester doesn't return kicks and punts, how often is he on the field? Sure. Yeah. Right. And, and he's one of their best players because of what he does, well, and you're taking that away. A lot less 23 jerseys in the stands, <laughs> that's right, for, for sure. sure. For sure. The, uh, actually, this one, I got one final one before we go, and this one is kind of a big deal to me. During that opening kickoff, whenever you played, it was flash bulbs. Did you notice that while you were out there? 
Did you notice a stadium full of flashbulbs at I the d- opening kickoff of a game? I, I did not. All, yeah. I, all, all I could see was that other goalpost at the other end. That's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking I wanted to go. <laughs> uh, Eric Metcalf, you laugh a lot. I like that a lot. I was a big fan of yours uh, when you were doing it, and thank you for taking the time today. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thank I appreciate you. you. Two men on Eric Metcalf, live from Radio Row on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.